What is up? And welcome in. It's another edition of Post Loons late night here on a Wednesday as we are breaking down an unfortunate 3-0 loss for Minnesota United in Sandy, Utah at Rio Tinto Stadium against Real Salt Lake. Uh, loons don't lose much these days. Uh, so uh, haven't had too many of these Post Loons live streams where we are breaking down a loss, but that is our duty and our responsibility here tonight. We were doing so at 11.08 p.m. on a school night. So if you're staying up late with us, we very much appreciate that. Um, as you're trickling into the stream, please go ahead and leave those thoughts, questions, comments. I will get to those. Would love to answer those as we get rolling here because if there are no questions and comments, I'm not going to lie, guys, it's going to be real lonely doing this, uh, you know, just uh, me talking and giving my thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts, your questions, your comments. So to drop those, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash postloon slash soda soccer. If you're watching on the Twitter uh, stream right now, you're going to have to go to YouTube if you want to get your question or comment in. If you are in on the YouTube channel, um, after you leave that comment, go ahead and give us a thumbs up and make sure you tap that bell to be notified whenever we drop a new video. Uh, and also hit that subscribe button on the channel too. We'd very much appreciate that. Um, but as you guys are doing that, I'm going to go ahead and get things started with my three things, my three big takeaways from the match tonight. They're not going to be very surprising, probably the same big takeaways that you guys have as well. Uh, the first one, obviously center back concerns. Um, Adrian Heath said earlier this week after, you know, confirming that Bakai Debasi was out for the rest of the season with that ruptured, uh, quadricep tendon, which sounds just like the worst injury. Ever. I cannot imagine what that is even like to go through. So um, all the best to Debasi. And um, Heath also said that he would be out the early part of next season as well with this. So obviously a pretty significant injury and hopefully he comes back uh, stronger and uh, is able to go through the whole rehab process and surgery and all that without any issues. But um, after that, Heath did say that despite there still being a few days before the roster freeze and having an opportunity to bring in potentially a replacement for Debasi that Brett Coleman's going to be the guy. And he's been quoted numerous times saying, quote, we're going to go with what we've got along the back and not bring any in any new pieces. He echoed that sentiment in the postgame press conference tonight. So it will be Brent Coleman being the guy moving forward to fill that center back slot for Debasi. Um, Ariaga's name has been brought up numerous times as well um, as a potential replacement. So if the Coleman experiment or not even experiment, but if it just doesn't work out with Coleman, you do have another option in Ariaga. He's been quoted in the past saying he wouldn't mind putting Robin Wood at center back. He wouldn't hesitate to do that as well. So um, while no new pieces are presumably going to be brought in to replace Tabasi, it seems like there might be more than just Coleman as options on the club to actually uh, replace uh, Debasi there. But it was Coleman tonight, and uh, it was not great along the entire back line, but especially that center back pairing. Coleman and Box just didn't seem to have any cohesiveness together. There are numerous times where um, it felt like one of them should have got a foot to a, a low cross or, or should have done better with the ball coming into the box, and it ended up leading to the ball going into the back of their own net, right? So it, it wasn't the greatest defensive performance and we've seen a few of these defensive performances even with a full strength back line that have been pretty concerning pretty eye-opening you know giving up four goals two straight matches to Portland and Colorado um this you know wasn't that wide open of a match but you saw the cracks there and you saw the holes and you kind of saw what Minnesota United is now working with along the back 
with an injured Kamar Lawrence, injured Bakai Dabasi. Um, DJ Taylor has done great at left back. Had a rough night tonight, as did the entire back line. And we'll see if Coleman is able to improve as he gets more time on the pitch. Because he really is coming in cold here. He really is coming in without getting much consistent playing time at all this season. So it's tough to come in and make a real impact and get acclimated in the right way when you don't have that consistent run of play. So we'll see on Saturday. I think this is one of those where you sort of burn the game tape. Maybe you take a few things from it. Uh, but I think Saturday will be that real barometer. But, yes, yeah, center back concerns were uh, were there tonight in the first game without Debassi. Uh 6.0 foot mob rating for Coleman. Get this, only 5.6 for Debassi. Or, excuse me, for Debassi. For Boxy. Uh, and, and that center back spot as well. So, it was a rough night. And that is, uh, that is kind of my first big thing, my first big takeaway. My second, toothless attack. Um, we talk about the center back concerns and talk about how bad the defense was, but when you don't hit the target offensively, you're not going to win many matches. And that was the case tonight. Four shots, none on goal, no real threat or danger at all. Um, in the post-game press conference, he basically said, Hey, I thought it was all, all to play for in the midfield. I thought there really wasn't anything in it. I thought it was pretty even in the midfield, but we couldn't do anything. Uh, and we, we, I have the quote up, the official quote up here, but we didn't do much in one box and we couldn't keep them out of the other is basically what he said. Um, and so that just kind of shows you how they, they lost the battle of the boxes tonight. We talked about the center back and the, the defensive issues. Well, they also were not able to get a single shot on goal, only a 0.33 XG for the loons tonight. No real threat or danger at all. Um, obviously no Reynoso. He didn't even make the trip. No Fracapane either. Um, the only starter that started along the front, uh, the only normal starter that started along the front tonight was Bongi Klongwani. Um, So it was um, sort of a a rotated roster, right? A rotated 11, a rotated starting lineup. So you weren't expecting them necessarily to be clicking on all cylinders like Frog. That's a nut on goal is a little bit concerning as far as the depth. And if that depth is going to be required or tested uh, down the stretch and into the playoffs this season, this kind of performance doesn't necessarily inspire much confidence that they can get it done without that starting front line. Uh, And my final thing, big deal or not, heavily rotated squad midweek with a big one versus FC Dallas on Saturday. You know, you knew it was going to be a tough one um coming in and the expectations were probably low coming into this one you'd probably be very very happy with a point take the point and run was kind of my mentality coming into this one um so from my personal vantage point i don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal now if you follow it up with another dud on saturday then it becomes a bigger deal but in a nutshell, this one tonight on the road, midweek, heavily rotated with your eye on a match on Saturday, a big one against Dallas. I don't necessarily, excuse me, see, uh, you know, see, I'm not heartbroken over this. I'm not going to lose sleep over this. Um, it was a crap result. But if you're going to have a crap result, midweek leading up to a bigger match is going to be the the time to have it. So uh, Matthew Hansen. Shaming in big thanks. Matthew says he'd say anything about the DSC injury. Um, he said it was a dislocated finger. Um, they did pop it back in. 
Uh, but obviously just wasn't worth putting him back out on the pitch tonight. Um, seems like he'll be, he'll be okay and good to go on Saturday. I did say when the goalkeeper switch was made at half that what happens when Tyler Miller makes seven saves and Minnesota United wins three to two, um, that obviously did not happen. Miller had a couple of, uh, of interesting moments in the second half. I will, you know, to say the least, obviously one that led to the, the third and final goal for RSL. So I do think it'll be DSC. It seems like he'll be healthy and ready to go. Just uh, had a finger pop out of place tonight. Oh, he just had a finger pop out of place. You know, funny how I say that. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Um, like, it wouldn't hurt like hell to have that, try to pop that thing back in. But um, I guess that's what happens when you're a goalkeeper, right? Your fingers go through a lot, specifically. Your fingers in your hands. So, um, yeah, it was a dislocated finger for St. Clair. Um, sounds like they popped it back in. But uh, elected not to bring him back in this one but should be good to go for Saturday. Big thanks for the question, Matthew. Um, if you, like Matthew, have uh, any questions, thoughts, comments on the match tonight, drop those into the chat. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and shout out our friends over at Pence Homes. P-E-N-T-Z, homes.com is where you can find Pence Homes. Uh, ran by Nate Pence, who's a huge fan of Minnesota United, but also supports Minnesota soccer at all levels. Uh, here in, in and around the Twin Cities. Uh, he's heavily involved with Minneapolis City Soccer Club. He's heavily involved with Minnesota Aurora as well, um, and obviously a huge Minnesota United supporter. So if that kind of aligns with your values as well, um, I would highly suggest checking out Nate Pence and Pence Homes. But even if uh, if you're tuning in and you're kind of a casual and you're not necessarily as in to the soccer scene as uh, people like I am or Nate is that's okay too, because Nate, in addition to being a huge supporter of soccer is a damn good realtor and runs a damn good realty business. So if you are buying or selling in or around St. Paul or Minneapolis, or you know, someone who's buying or selling in or around St. Paul and Minneapolis and could use a damn good realtor, make sure that you uh, recommend or hit up Pence homes. It's P N T Z homes.com. You can see the web URL right there. Um, you can check out their their hundreds upon hundreds of five-star reviews, um, just people talking about their experience with Nate and Pence Homes and how great it is. Nate's a super chill guy. He's going to take a lot of that stress out of the, uh, the home selling and buying process. Nobody on the face of this planet can take all of the stress out of that process. As somebody who just bought a home and sold a townhome a year and a half ago, I can tell you that for a fact. But... Um, the best realtors are the ones who alleviate as much of that as humanly possible and just make things overall easier for you. Um, Nate is one of those guys and Pence Homes is one of those places. So make sure that if you are or you know somebody who is kind of in that process of selling or buying that you uh, contact Pence Homes, P-E-N-T-Z homes.com. Or if I have sold you here, uh, you can go ahead and contact Nate directly via email, Nate, N-A-T-E at P-E-N-T-Z homes. Com. Cannot thank our friends over at Pence Homes enough for sponsoring the Post Loons Post Game Show and everything we're doing over at SodaSoccer.com. Um, feel free to keep getting those questions, those thoughts, those comments in. Uh, we're going to go through the match moments. Not too many of these, to be honest. Again, aside from the goals, it was kind of a dud match. Uh, the first goal did come in the seventh minute, though. It's Sergio Cordova off a cross, deflected by Coleman, finds a way to split three Loons defenders. And bury the opener inside the box. So this ball is crossed in. It, Coleman gets ahead to it, but it goes straight up and straight and, and kind of back. And it gets to the foot of Cordova. Boxy's there. Benitez is there. Coleman is there. It's It seems like it's one on three. 
and somehow Cardova is able to get the space necessary to bury the shot. Um, and that's where kind of those those back line and center back concerns really began early on. Uh, 23rd, RSL doubles the lead via a big touch and low ball across the goal mouth from Herrera. Coleman doesn't get to it. Somehow Boxy doesn't get to it either. Um, and Saverino connects at the far post to make it 2-0. Um, 36, RSL once again has numbers forward on the counter, but Herrera's cross is too high for a wide open Saverino. Loons were fortunate there not to concede again. And it was three subs at halftime for Adrian Heath. Miller for St. Clair, who was favoring his hand earlier in the first half. Obviously, we found out in the post-game press conference that it was just a dislocated finger. Pop back in. St. Clair will be good to go on Saturday. O'Neal Fisher was on for Alan Benitez and Robin Ludd for Abu Dunlady. Um, another sub came in the 61st minute. We got to see Luis Amaria, the number nine, on for Mender Garcia, but with real no connectivity to the midfield. Uh, Amaria was, uh, was much like the entire attack. Uh, pretty... Uh, he just wasn't able to make an impact in this one. Um, Loons did get a, a chance in the 66th. It was Alice tries his luck from outside the top of the 18 over the bar. Only Minnesota's second shot of the game at that point. And then in the 69th, a nice sub, Ariaga on for Rosales. And that is really all I have for the match moments and the game notes. Uh, not much happening in this one. Um, I see some a few more people uh, jumping into the chat, so feel free to drop those questions or comments. But we're going to go ahead and look ahead to what's coming up because this one, it's in the past. Burn the game tape. If you have a question about the match specifically, you can drop that. But uh, we're going to kind of go with what's on tap here. And, of course, that is the Saturday matinee against FC Dallas at home, 2.30 p.m. kickoff at Allianz Field. Then you're on the road next Saturday, September 10th in Portland. But this Dallas matchup is a big one. And this is uh, one of those that's going to kind of similar to the Austin match. It's going to be an opportunity for Emmanuel Reynoso to prove himself among one of those kind of top tier players in the league in Jesus Ferreira. He kind of did it against Triusi, uh in the Austin match. Um, and it seems like these are the matches where, where Reynoso really shows out when there is another marquee player on the other side that people are talking about. Reynoso seems to really take it upon himself to, uh, outwork and outdo and outplay that other individual. He did it against Riusi in the Austin match. I fully expect him to try to do that with Jesus Ferreira on Saturday uh, against FC Dallas. Um, Ferreira, the last time the Loons played FC Dallas, which was on the road, which is a uh, road win for the Loons, um, was rendered pretty much useless in that match. I don't believe any shots on goal for Jesus Ferrer in that last one. So obviously they're going to have to keep him in check, but another opportunity for Reynoso to sort of uh, to outplay another MVP candidate and uh, continue to solidify his own MVP candidacy. And if he can do that, uh, you know, as he goes, Minnesota United goes, uh, I fully expect uh, Minnesota to have a good opportunity in that one. But it's going to be a big measuring stick, number three versus number four in the Western Conference. Uh, so again, that's 2.30 on Saturday. I will be in the press box at Allianz Field doing a post-loons uh, from the press box at Allianz Field after that one as well. Um, that is really all I got, guys. But before you guys go, I do want to shout out our friends over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee real quick. Uh, it's late. I'm tired. This was a dud. Uh, we're not going to uh, go too much in depth on it anymore. Uh, but before we head out, um, make sure you stick around to hear all about our friends over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee. 801 South Night Street, Minneapolis is where you can find them, conveniently located in the Marcy Holmes neighborhood. 
just kind of between Northeast and Dinkytown there, very centrally located in, uh, in the Twin Cities. So, um, you know, they're, they're, it's in the name, combination of soccer and coffee. They have a, uh, a pitch where you can play indoor soccer. They have pickup uh, pretty much every night of the week, five nights a week, I believe they have pickup. Uh, you can go enjoy some coffee in the coffee shop, watch soccer on the TV, uh, and also enjoy some nice beer as well from Udapil's Castle Danger. Just a, a great place to go if you're a fan of soccer or a player of soccer in or around the Twin Cities. This is that Twin Cities soccer hub. They were heavily involved in the community initiatives going on during MLS All-Star Week as well, hosting a couple things. So um, they're involved in the Twin Cities soccer community. And if you love the Twin Cities soccer community as well as we do here at Soda Soccer, make sure you're checking out our friends over at Ninth Street Soccer and Coffee. 801 South Ninth Street, Minneapolis is where you can find them. They're on Twitter and Instagram at Ninth Street MPLS. That's Ninth and Street spelled out. N-I-N-T-H-S-T-R-E-E-T-M-P-L-S. Or that same uh, handle is also their uh, their website URL. You can see it there at the bottom, NinthStreetMPLS.com. Big thanks to our friends at Ninth Street Soccer and Coffee for supporting the Postland's postgame show and everything we're doing at Soda Soccer. And big thanks to all of you for tuning in to this very, very short, very, very brief late-night version. Again, it's a 3-0 final. RSL getting the better of Minnesota United in a midweek rotation-heavy game. But uh, we're looking ahead to Saturday, and uh, we'll have a much more extensive, much more uh, full episode of Post Loons following that one against FC Dallas. It's been real, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Get some sleep. Uh, get some rest, especially heading into Saturday, and we will talk then after the Dallas match. See you guys.